I have a really good opener question for you. Okay. That I've been wanting to ask, and then something, what happened 10 minutes ago makes it a perfect opener question. <laughs> okay. You and I have been married almost six years. My question is this. Did you know how clumsy I was before <laughs> I we got married? Ask that. Uh, and and then followed up by sharing your favorite clumsy story or worst favorite clumsy story of me. But go ahead. <laughs> well, I'll start off by saying absolutely not. You are the world's greatest actor because <laughs> you sold the part of being a put together human being mm-hmm. who has control of their fingers <laughs> and hands and feet and toes. And body in general. And that is simply not the case. From the moment that I said I do, I've since watched a trillion cups be spilled <laughs> in our car, I... <laughs> on the floor. We have yeah. two two children under the age of five. And you still will out-messy them every time. Not in cleanliness, yeah, that's but right. in spills. In spills. And I'll accidentally wake up our baby um, because I, <laughs> what, just the other morning at 4 a.m., I was yeah. like, oh, she's down. And then I kicked something. Yeah, you I, kicked the bassinet, I'm the bottom try, of the I'm bassinet. I'm trying to just do these woke things. her up completely. <laughs> these things are not intentional. I never even tried to hide them. Well, I did try I, to hide them. I, I literally like married the version of Pink Panther that Steve Martin plays. <laughs> That's who I married. Right. But I'm better. It is lovely weather we are having. <laughs> it is a lovely weather. <laughs> Yeah. Do you I have a story? Um, no. I've done no, a lot. I can't. There's really? so much that I have to black out my memory. It's like wow. trauma. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. There's been some pretty I'm, embarrassing things. I was going to say, I feel like you're holding on to something. I try to give it to God immediately because if yeah. I don't, if I, I feel like I accidentally, the Lord has <laughs> just always been dealing with me and not treasuring my possessions. And so I'll immediately start having regrets about why did I even buy this carpet because mm-hmm. it's destroyed. But I don't do that. Thank I just you. say, I I always look at you with a little bit of an eyeball. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, let's get the stain spray out. Well, yes. And the worst part, though, I don't even think of those times. I think of the times <laughs> where we're in public and my arms just move out of nowhere. And you will look at me and you go, what happened? Yeah. What possibly? And I, yeah. And I kind of wish like that there was a reason make behind it. Make it make sense. I don't know the reason. I don't. Ugh. I'm not trying to hide. I think I. I feel like everybody listening now is gonna need an example of like just how clumsy I am. It's not just like an innocent spill. Right. It's like a legit. Uh, I've done bad things. Well, the thing things. is that it comes with an element of, like, <laughs> not thinking that I don't simply understand. Well, no, so, I'm thinking. My body just does what my body does is the problem. Oh, is that what it it's, is? It's very much like slapstick humor yeah. in black and white shows. And I, I always say that your dad, he's just, like, such a taller, more mm-hmm. stout man than you are. He's so large and just so German. And I always call him the Jolly Green Giant. And mm. I think that you're just following in his footsteps. You're becoming a giant. Yeah. You're just moving at such a pace <laughs> to where, like, you if you, yeah. I mean, no one can see me right now, but I'm moving in slow motion like yeah. a giant would. And I'm just I imagine the Jolly Green about. Giant, yeah. Like yeah. You're and you're a happy-go-lucky guy, but you don't pay attention. Well, Literally, minutes before we started recording. <laughs> minutes before we started hitting the record button he was like babe it's the fall you want some apple cider i'm like absolutely i would love our podcast on apple cider and you have it i don't have it 
Yeah, I'm able to sit here and drink my apple cider, but you can't. You have an empty mug. Why, Chris? I sat down and I spilled it. I don't know. It was behind me. I didn't know where it was. And on that note, I'm Micah Wineland. And I'm Chris Spills-A-Lot Wineland. And you're listening to The The Modern Modern Christian Christian Podcast. Podcast. jump into this episode a saucy episode Ooh, saucy saucy why saucy well first off i think that we are doing an episode about halloween only because we want to talk about the fall yes the holidays is there anything you'd like to say there's so much i'd like to say i'm just so thankful for this season especially now that we live in an actual state that experiences Mm -hmm. the fall the changing of the leaves oh, yeah. and the sweater weather mm-hmm. and being able to get a pumpkin spice latte or make one. Oh, yeah. Just all of those things make me so happy. It's my favorite season. It's the beginning of just the holiday season as a whole. Yeah. And now that we have our cute little three-month-old baby, I can't wait to carve a pumpkin <laughs> and put her in it. Yeah. Um, all the things. So, yeah, this is just a really great season. And now we live in a state that, like, actually experiences the fall, Uh unlike Arizona. Yeah. So now, like, living in Chicago and being able to see the leaves change colors and it gets colder. You didn't like the cactuses? (laughs) The wonderful green, at all times, prickly cactuses? I mean, they were nice for a season, but I was definitely ready for a change of scenery and Mm. literally nothing beats fall in the Midwest. Yeah. It's so beautiful and I'm so thankful to be able to experience it. And have a pumpkin spice latte, which is just my, like, cup of heaven in my mouth. Well, you did the most Italian thing I when did. you just, I did, with like, your hands. I did, like, straight Italian fingers just thinking about it. But you know what it is? It's actually not just pumpkin spice latte. It's the fact that you can now get the pumpkin cold foam oh. on top of a chai latte. Yeah. That's, like, my new that thing. That gets me. That That's gets me. That's my thing. Good. Plus... Yeah. Plus, you and I, which everybody listening is going to learn this if they don't already know us personally, is that you and I are obsessed with Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we need to be distracted by fall and all things fall. Otherwise, yeah. we would already be listening to Christmas. The Christmas music, yeah. We've Easy. been tempted a few times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of started listening. Just one song. It popped up on yeah. my Spotify. And I was We're like, like the pop your head out the window Lick your finger, put it to the wind. If you feel a chill, ooh, should we watch Elf this afternoon? I always do the end scene of Scrooge where I'm like, excuse me, boy, what day is it? Is it Christmas? And he's like, it's uh, August. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm just really thankful for this season and... I'm glad to be doing this episode where we get to talk yeah. about that. So, well, yeah. so this is a really interesting one because yeah. uh, we're going with a question that has been trending pretty much everywhere yeah. with our generation, yeah. which is, is celebrating ha- Halloween a sin as a Christian? Should we or should we not? Yeah. And uh, I'm, it's pretty unique. And I, I just want to say before we jump into any of it, it actually genuinely makes me proud that the modern Christian this day and age, like we're watching a movement mm-hmm. of Christians actually start to look at their lifestyle and say what does it mean to be a believer and what should that look like we're watching a huge transformation of the way that Mm -hmm. we worship the way that we attend church 
um, the even non-believers coming to Christ, the type of transformation that they have, like when they become redeemed and saved, like, um, it's really cool to just watch this new trend of it's no longer about like being at a concert and having a feel good moment or making it be as close to the borderline of like, can we sin, but still have God's grace? Like that's the best part about this conversation is that it means that people are talking about what does it actually mean to be a Christian, which literally translates to follower of Christ. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're aiming to do. How can we be a follower of Christ? Is there something like Halloween that if we celebrate, then, you know, that makes us like a kind of doing a bad job. Yeah. Not doing it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's That's a real question. I think people want answered. Yeah. So where do you want to start with this? Um, well, okay. So I think let's just talk about, because you and I say this all the time, we grew up so differently. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about the differences between me growing up in a Christian household, celebrating Halloween and what that looked like. And then what did your Halloween look like? So yeah, let's go with you. Should I go first? Yeah, absolutely. So being raised. This baffles me by the way, but (laughs) most people listening are probably like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's super relatable. (laughs) Um, being raised in a Christian home, being a pastor's kid, Uh, we, if you were to ask my parents, they would say emphatically, we do not celebrate Halloween. Absolutely not. That's not what we participate in. That's what they would say. That's what they would say. If you would ask them, do we celebrate Halloween? They would say, absolutely not. Mm. But then we would dress in costume. Mm. We would get candy and we'd play games and we'd carve pumpkins. So I'm sure you're wondering how are both things possible? Because we would do it at something called um, Safe Halloween at the church every year. That's what it was called? It was called Safe Halloween? Yes. It was literally labeled Safe Halloween. (laughs) We don't do Halloween. We do do Safe Safe Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, like, you know, you could never be anything, like, evil. Like, I was never Chucky or anything like that. Of course not. Um, It's never, like, Scream. Never had a knife. Never a ghost girl. But we would... I would you know dress actually it was an angel two years in a row i was blues clues one year (laughs) and so like you could dress as something positive and i think my parents picked out my costume i don't think that i ever did who knows but um my brother was zorro one year i remember that a little dangerous though there's a sword (laughs) yeah there is a sword involved flying around um and so we would get dressed up and then we would go to the church and we, they would have like a whole section of like trunk or treat. You know mm. what that is, right? Like yeah, going from like trunk to trunk. Safe and, trunk or treat. <laughs> yeah, basically. basically yeah. The word safe everyone everywhere. everyone okay. at the church is handing out candy from their trunk, which is quote unquote safe. Like, yeah. I don't know about that. Um, hmm. And then you would walk around and like play games. So it's like pumpkin toss or whatever, like throw yeah. rings on the pumpkin. And then for every game that you played, you'd also get candy. So like... You're with other Christians, you're yeah. hanging out, you're dressed up, you're with your family, you're eating, you know, probably chili and cornbread or whatever. Mm. You're getting candy and then you're going home. So, like, that was our version. But, again, if you ask my parents, do you celebrate Halloween? They would say, no. No, we don't. Did, did you go trick-or-treating at some point? And if so, what age? I did not go trick-or-treating until I was, I think I was 17. I was a junior in high school. Mm. And it wasn't, like, one of those things where like I expected to it was more like I just at this point I thought I don't know I'm too old for it and I had a bunch of friends that I was hanging out with on Halloween and literally we were doing absolutely nothing like nothing fun nothing it was just like I don't I I have no clue what we were doing that night and so one of my friends was like well let's go trick-or-treating and so I was like okay and I put on a little bunny costume and not like a weird like you know sorry maybe I shouldn't have said little 
I put on a bunny costume. <laughs> um, very much like a corny. It was a safe bunny costume. Yeah, exactly. It was a it safe, was safe bunny. It was um, <laughs> It was literally, I think, just the rabbit ears. Like, that was oh, it. Okay. And so, uh, and went out with friends, and we trick-or-treated, like, maybe one street and i kind of remember thinking like this is a lot of work (laughs) because at the church you're just in one parking lot you know so it's easy were you like wide-eyed of like whoa i'm doing something like did you feel like no i felt i think i felt a little bit embarrassed but i i did have the thought like halfway through the process of like oh shoot i think I'm pretty sure my parents would be mad if they yeah. knew what I was doing. I wasn't thinking about it in the moment. Right. Except for I think like halfway through I thought about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like I never told my parents I'm going trick-or-treating. Right. I just happen to be here. And then now we're outside going door to door. Like they might be mad about that. And then it made my brain go, yeah. but why? Right. Because I've basically done this my whole you life. You did it. It was just but in doors instead of exactly. cars. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which so, I guess cars seem more unsafe. The doors right? do. Right, yeah. Kind of I, I mean, know. aren't you told as a child, never go up to the white yeah. van and yes. get free candy? So, yes. but, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good right. point. All right. But I obviously was with my parents yeah. on the trick No, I know, lot, I know. As opposed yeah, to there's whatever. So let me hear your experience. And what was trick-or-treating You know, like? you and I as adults, yeah. we did my first trunk-or-treat because I did not grow up in a Christian right. household. So we d- do you remember this? This was like two years ago. We yeah. did a trunk-or-treat. At our, at our, oh, yeah, Phoenix. like we hosted, uh, yes. like we, our car hosted yeah. trunk or treat at our church. Yeah, yes, so you I and I can flip this. the table. That was the first time I've ever yeah. done a trunk or treat. And yeah. my eyes were like, I was like, okay, it's very similar. It seemed like the right. exact same thing as going door to door, except it's like quicker, you yeah. know, because you're yeah, right exactly. next to, right next you know, to everything. Car. And people got to theme it. That was cool. Yeah, ours um, was like dinosaur themed. Which yeah, is fun. and we took our son around and walked it, you know, and it was the whole time I was like, this is so interesting. Yeah. Because I didn't grow up this way. Right, right. So, would, you know. You know, remind me of this story okay. when we get into just talking about this whole topic, like later on. Okay. I, I know the place that we're going with it, and I actually want to mention what happened. During our trunk or treat. During the trunk. Oh, yeah. I because know what you're gonna I say. feel like it correlates. So I think we'll, I, oh, I do know what we'll you're going to say. We'll get into it. Ooh, that's crazy. Okay, okay. we'll get into it. So, go ahead. yeah, so we'll have to remember. So, for me, so you, as, as opposed to you who grew up in church, me not growing up in church, not really. Like, I, I remember there were a couple of times, whether you want to label us Christmas, Easter only, or just like my mom did a great job of making sure we went every once in a while, um, usually to, to get free mean? candy, yeah to, yeah, to a church. But by uh, no means would I have considered myself a Christian uh, or would I have understood the church culture in any way. Right. So for me, trick-or-treating, uh, 100%. was It was just what we did. I assumed everybody did it. Um, I dressed up as whatever I dressed up as, um, you know, back then, cause now it's, <laughs> it's a society where everybody is, you know, has to pay attention to what y- you could dress up as and what people would think yeah. of. So it's like, obviously, I mean, before I, I would like, I think I was a homeless person, you know, stuff like oh, that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you go, okay, well, like now it's probably jokingly, not, yeah, 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 like now it's not accepted, but you know, back then <laughs> right. every kid at some point was like, I'm going to be a hobo and just right. like put literally the term yeah. hobo is what yeah. we would use. And oh, exactly. Put on like a big t-shirt yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. So we would do that. We would go door to door. We would go into some really, I mean, usually our neighborhood. Um, and it was just really fun. And some houses would have like little you know a lot of lights and you know sound and uh my brother got freaked out because there was a dude that 
everybody thought he was a costume and then every like 10 people this guy would just jump out oh my at everybody because he was holding the bowl of candy so it was yeah it was really like i just remember thinking it was fun i always thought it was fun in games like pranks that's yeah. how i saw it i saw yeah. it all as just it's pranks. like a night of pranks and candy mm-hmm. i never okay. looked at it as uh there were some evil spirits you know gr- right. growing up right I, I never did no i think that's an important perspective too yeah. because like as christian parents now a lot of times like the immediate take we have on it is if you're not a christian then you must be celebrating halloween demonically right but 90 percent of america i mean that's a made-up number so you can't really yeah, quote yeah. me on it but i'm just saying you know like, <laughs> the, like av- the average american household yeah. when they are thinking about halloween whether right. or not they're saved or not they're really thinking about getting candy and being silly goofy. They're not thinking specifically about like the occult and witchcraft right. and demonic behavior. Probably um, not. I yeah. mean, I, I wasn't, but I was young. Yeah. You know? No, I'm saying like the average American household. No, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that there aren't people out there that are, right. you know, not taking I, advantage. I think of the that. one thing that you and I probably shared a fear in because the whole world did at in the 90s and early 2000s is uh, razor blades and apples. So, <laughs> well, that wasn't an issue at Safe Halloween. Oh, I mean, maybe it should have been, but we I never, mean, we were never concerned. It wasn't about that. really an issue. For but us. you want to hear something I always heard growing up? I wonder if you ever heard this. What we were told, as far as like you know, why mm-hmm. you would never want to go trick or treating and like stuff like that, is that one, people take kids. Like that's a common thing that really? you get kidnapped. I never heard that. And that two, and I feel like and these were more. True, and I, I feel like these are more rumors amongst the kids. Like yeah. I don't ever remember <laughs> specifically an adult telling me this, but this yeah. is like Christian kid culture and how we would justify i guess like why we're not allowed to be on the outer gates of the church on halloween night and that second part of that was that people are walking around killing cats oh yeah yeah. like that was like the big thing it's like if you yeah. walk if you trick-or-treat you're gonna see somebody kill a cat yeah and i wanted no part of that well so. when i came to christ uh very quickly the church world kind of brought me in and they were like, first things first, like no Halloween. They didn't say it, but that's the feeling I got. You would get adopted into that culture immediately. Right. And by like 19, I was a youth pastor and I did a whole sermon series as to why Halloween was evil. So Mm. just to give everybody an idea of like, before you go, oh, okay, Chris is going to be that hippie version that's going to be like, everything's okay. Like, no, I mean, when I was 19, I preached against it. Then you fast forward a year later, we created a hell house at our church, and oh, I know you've experienced yeah, I know about those, those. Yeah. where you take people through hell. Um, we had a lot of actors with us, and so mm-hmm. like there were grown men that showed up and asked to leave midway through because we made it too scary. So yeah. it's like we learned their names, and then when they walked through, we would say their names. Yeah, I remember these too. tactics. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so yeah, that's the okay. Like just for anybody listening that has, I no just gotta clue. pause. We just gotta laugh at the fact that 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 exists. I know. Well, as I'm saying, for anybody who's listening, who's like, what are they talking about? This was also a common phenomenon growing mm. up. And I remember not, I never acted in any of them because like our church was smaller, but we would go to the local big church that was putting it on. And as a kid, oh, you're so riled up for it. Like, so basically you walk through the church and there's some sort of live action skit that's going on that usually ends in some sort of car accident scene or whatever. And some people go to heaven from the car accident and some people go to hell and you're witnessing like what that looks like. And at the very end, there's people that want to pray with you from the church that are like, after witnessing tonight's skit and seeing that there oh. is a heaven and there is a hell, like, are you ready to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I'm going to say no comment on whether or not that that's a healthy tactic to bring people to salvation. I'm not going to be the one to, like, make any sort of judgment call on that. But It's wild. The whole thing is wild. It is a wild thing. What I will say, I want to take note of, is these teenage actors, Mm. and we're taking it so far. so far. So you far. would go into the hell room and literally there'd be some guy with like a Darth Vader voice and yeah. he'd be like, I'm the devil. <laughs> and you would cry yeah, as they'd be like, it's hot in here. Let me out. It's hot. <laughs> Tell my mom I'm sorry. I'm like, what? Yes. The trauma that probably well, because took place they would on literally that property. Be like, Kyle, save yourself. You have a chance, Kyle. Yeah. And like, we just learned Kyle's name like two seconds ago. Yeah. And this grown you had man to, like, is just like, what? And that's the worst part what? about this whole entire trick tactic. It's pretty crazy. I know. The worst part about this whole tactic <laughs> is that you would have to, I don't know if this is true at your church, but when Maybe. we'd go to the big church, you'd have to fill out a card that would have like your name, your mm. phone number, and your email. No. So like, you mean to tell me they're putting me on an email chain <laughs> after all this? That's like after it. they traumatize me for the night, they want to keep in contact <laughs> with me about their next sermon series? <laughs> Man, it was, so that was like my only experience mm. with like being able to do something scary. Yeah. <laughs> so I took up the opportunity. I'd be what like, my friend should go. I would go to Hell Nights. I went to like you three. You didn't act in it? I, I never thought you would have acted. They were just, I wasn't involved with those churches, but I would tell my friends about it. I'd be like, there's something crazy going on at so-and-so Baptist church. We got to go. It was crazy. It was wild. If anybody's listening and you have done this, (laughs) if you've participated in it, if you've run it, if you've created it. If you became saved because of a hell house. You got to let us know. Please tell us your story. Oh, please tell us. I mean, I preached the gospel at, at mine, you know, like, so they would go all the way and they'd be like, we're going to heaven. I'd be like, but before you need to make the decision. And I really like, I mean, I went into it. Yeah. I know a couple of people that I'm pretty sure raised their hands. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. It's very crazy. wild. So that's our, like, <laughs> backgrounds. So now, saying all of that, we're now obviously adults. We uh-huh. have children. So now it comes time for us to make a decision about what does Halloween look like in our household. Yeah. And I feel like before we can get there, like, answer that question, I want to understand like truthfully not just like the outside opinion not rumors Mm -hmm. from church culture what is the origin of halloween yeah and then also how did it go from this is the origin to like this is what people are doing today yeah and luckily you're married to a nerd exactly so praise be to god i don't have to read a textbook (laughs) you could just tell me what's up just so so you know and so everybody knows there will be many many podcast episodes where even though I'm the person telling you the history, I haven't read all of it. You know, I don't know everything. This is one of those things where I know a decent amount because I've been on all different sides. Yeah. But I, you know, by far, if anybody decided to challenge you challenge or say it, that yeah. they had added information, we right. welcome it. I would totally welcome yeah. it because I would say, okay, like, you know, this could help develop like the history of, of all of it sure um and i think it goes to exactly what you just said our our thing and any parent that's listening is like yeah i want to know this because i don't want to take my kid in the wrong direction or all of my children i don't want them to grow up and basically be heathens <laughs> you know because right of this so the history is quite interesting halloween has been around for almost two thousand years uh, um as long so as jesus yeah, right. So it, it's been around for a while. It's It was a Druid pagan holiday through and through. A lot of the traditions that you see today 
started as a pagan holiday. So the okay. idea of carving a pumpkin, that's super pagan. Um, they did that. Uh, there were a couple of different traditions, actually, but uh, they did it because of good magic versus bad magic. That's how it started. Like if they would carve a gourd, um, which uh, became a pumpkin, uh, or later on they did pumpkins with it. If they carved it, then and then they put a light in it, it was like bringing in good magic and getting rid of the bad magic. Later on, in uh, I believe it was Irish uh, or Scottish or something, some other culture took that, adapted it, and then it became like they would light uh, inside you know these these uh, pumpkins to get rid of a dude called Stingy Jack which I'm so surprised is not a movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Stingy Jack was a really bad like person or a spirit that basically was so bad that the devil wouldn't even allow him into hell. That was like kind of the idea. Okay. So so you get that trick or treating um, was uh, pagan. So all of those kind of things started as pagan. Now um, – I was going to say, I keep hearing you say started. So what's the transformation? That's where it gets interesting. So Halloween is 2,000 years old, and everybody loves talking about that part. You know, after I got saved, that's all I had heard is like it was all pagan, blah, blah, blah. The change happened. So if that's 2,000 years, the change happened 1,200 years ago, which means a vast majority of Halloween that we know um, for almost all of the 2,000 years, would that be three-fourths of the whole thing, something like that? Um, it it had a huge change. And the change was a pope by the name of Pope Gregory. What a name for uh, somebody back in 604 <laughs> yes. AD. Um, but Pope Gregory, or known as St. Gregory the Great, he had an idea where he said, what if we take all of the pagan things that we're arguing with, and he's talking to missionaries, and he was telling missionaries, instead of trying to tell them not to do it, what if we convert it to Christianity? Mm. And so he made it uh, a big thing. And like his big example was he said, take a pagan temple, and what if we can convert that to being a Christian church? Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so he would take pagan temples and turn it into Christian churches. Okay. So then he most popularly what had happened was Halloween went from pagan to a Christian thing. And it was like remembering saints and, you know, kind of a, a lot of a little bit of purgatory um, from what uh, some of what I had read. And again, there are some people that might be able to school me on it a little bit, but definitely it had changed. And the idea was that instead of trying to obliterate a yeah. very popular thing or yeah. holiday, what if we made it Christian? Okay, what if we incorporated Christian culture mm-hmm. into this, which would be remembering the saints mm-hmm. or the people that have gone before and died for the sake of the gospel, so that you still get your mm-hmm. holiday, but now it's kind of being used for something new. Right, and so then the result started to be that a lot of people were doing trick-or-treating, mostly guys were doing trick-or-treating as pranks. They saw it more as fun. Like, it lost the fear. Uh, and I guess you could say the fear uh, lost its power in that yeah. sense. Like, people were just seeing it as fun and pranks and all that kind of stuff. And that, even though that has lasted for 1,200 years, there has still been that debate between other Christians where it's like, this just isn't allowed. This just right. isn't Christian. Right. There's an article from the 1800s that I, I had written it down somewhere, but it basically said, oh, yeah, Halloween is a night when witches, evil spirits, and all mischief, brewing sprites, went forth on dark and mysterious midnight revels or whatever. Yeah. It was a big article, 1894. So mm. there was always this debate, but uh, the Pope, 
you know, good old Gregory dude over here. Yeah. Um, he was like, what if, what if we just transform it? Right. Which is interesting because that debate is still what's happening today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, is the big question is, is this a pagan holiday and Christians are now participating in paganism? Or is this a holiday that once was pagan, now that Christians are participating, yeah. we're transforming it? Right. Or it's something that's wholesome? Yeah. So I think that that's really interesting. Um, what are your What are your thoughts? I don't know. You know, coming into this, because I'm also a pastor... I was like, I could, I even have some Bible verses written down. I was like, I could, but I don't want to take anything out of context ever, ever. And so even on a podcast, I want to make sure that I'm not like, you know, shouting out like Romans 838, like, you know, nothing can separate us. But you know what I will say though? Yeah. Just to be clear, it's like we've made it, you know, clear since the first episode and we will continue to. This is a podcast of discovery. Right. And a part of that discovery is saying, what does God's word say? Yeah. And what does that mean to us? What do we discern from that? What it doesn't mean is this is emphatic truth. And like what we say trumps what God might be speaking to you. Yeah. Because I think one thing that's extremely clear just you know, and important also about our podcast is that we're following the character of Jesus, because if we can follow after his ways, we know that like, if we can do the best that we can to follow after his ways, then we're going to do pretty good for ourselves. And Jesus, a lot of times would challenge people the moment that they felt like, I think I know what truth is. And it's doing this or doing that or not eating with those people and eating with those people or Jesus, don't let that girl touch you. She's unclean. And Jesus, don't hang out with that person. Like a lot of times, just when you think you get it, Jesus challenges what you have to say. So I'm not going to sit here and say that my opinions today won't change Mm -hmm. tomorrow or, you know, whatever, or that the Holy Spirit can't make a new revelation in my heart. But I do think it's important, you know, to read God's word and discern it, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know, if I were to give like a, this is kind of where I'm thinking or, you know, an opinion or something, it would be very close to that, which is that Jesus did challenge a lot of our things. I think that we always, like in our society, we run a huge risk of closing the doors, getting in the basement and staying yeah, by ourselves. Yeah, us four no more. Whereas Christ had a way of converting and and don't get what i'm about to say misconstrued because it's so easy for people to be like yeah he hung out with sinners and so yeah he hung out with sinners but he He himself yeah they knew he was holy yeah right yeah so they knew that he was different than everybody right so it's like if we go out into halloween what can we do to be different um i you i'm very because i've been in the entertainment industry for a while as well as a comedian i'm very passionate about the idea of standing out like standing yeah. in and standing out as a Christian. And so I think that that's kind of where I land a little bit more personally Yeah, is I think that it's it's better than locking myself in. Right. I by no means want to eat um, um, food sacrificed to idols, right? <laughs> yeah, right, So exactly. I'm not going to do anything that I feel uh, would sear my conscience. Right, we're not whipping out the Ouija board being like, if this is holy, right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. And I yeah. also think it's important to protect our kids. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, we're going to vet out the neighborhood we're going to go to, what we're going to yeah. do, you know, I mean, yeah. I think that that's important too. Yeah, the point I wanted to make is that, and I, I said for you to remind me of it, and mm. obviously I remembered it, but it's that, so the concept of my family raising us kids and I'm not saying they did a bad job whatsoever 
But the concept of them saying, let me put you in this church environment and then call it safe Halloween, which for one, we're doing the exact <laughs> same thing everybody's doing outside right. of those walls. It sounds like, yeah. <laughs> Two, a lot of times it was deemed as an outreach. Yeah. So you had a lot of people on the property that weren't yeah. safe, you know, right. a- according to my parents or according to the, the Christians that were trying yeah. to monitor the situation. And I say that to say, when you and I hosted... Oh, when you and I hosted our trunk or treat, Mm -hmm. like our car for the trunk or treat, we, we last minute decided to decorate our car as dinosaur. And we took all the dinosaurs from our son's room. And like, it was the plastic ones from target that we kept collecting from the dollar spot every time he's a two year old. And he'd be like, I want that one. I want that one. And so we would just slowly collect them. And he had like probably 10, 15, it was a lot. 15. I mean, it was a lot. 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 Yeah. And then he had a few big ones that we had gotten over time, like, mm-hmm. you know, from Christmas or whatever. So we had set up our car with all of his dinosaurs all over the car. Inside, I think we even had, like, Jurassic music playing. We did, like, playing in the car. We had some of the dinosaurs along, like, the ground in front. We had some of the dinosaurs in the trunk surrounding the candy bowl. Yeah. We had some of them on top of the hood. And... Um, at some point the trunk or treat area shuts down so then that way you can go and participate with everyone else in the harvest festivals that are going on so we go and do that and there's a contest like for your card decoration i didn't think we'd win but i did leave everything set up so that they could take a look at it or whatever well sure enough when we come back to our car somebody had taken oh i'm sure several people. i'm sure yeah probably wasn't just one person no they had taken all of the. it was all gone they were all gone but this, this was my first experience, you guys, of a Christian trunker tree. <laughs> yeah. And we were our robbed. Our hearts sank. Yeah. Not for our sake, but That's for true. our son. That's we true. Were like, we weren't even robbed. It was our son It was, was our robbed. son who was robbed because we took <laughs> we first took it from his room thinking yeah. it'd be okay. And then now these kids from the neighborhood or whatever, or parents, I mean, you would think that, I mean, everybody came through with their parents. So you know the parents were there. So Right. And they it's had, like, what, what makes somebody <laughs> think, oh, you could just take that? Right. I think they knew. Like, they knew yeah, that it, they were it stealing. It wasn't set up in a way yeah, it wasn't like it was a toy or a gift. A gift. It didn't it look like a gift. gift. You knew that the bowl was empty and, was like, decoration. the show was over and people took it. So here's my point. You know, Johnny was way too young to even know what had happened. We just kind of replaced them without him knowing. But my point is, is that we weren't protecting him from the outside world. The outside world came to us on that property. We were met with it. And to be honest, nobody else has that story when they just go door to door with their family trick or treating. They don't have to worry about their stuff being stolen. And if you fast forward to this year, it was technically at a garage sale. So not like a trick or treat, but you could say, I mean, it's very similar, right? You're going to somebody's house, um, going up to their door or whatever and looking around and our son was able to witness you praying for a lady. That's right, yeah. And it was such an incredible moment. She had not been to church in a long time. She was hurt in church. Yeah, we just had a random garage sale. Yep. Somebody stole her dinosaurs, I think. And so, <laughs> um, but like he was able to see more of God moving. And, and I mean, he's he's young. Again, he's, he's young, a but still, that's but still, but this is the point. This is the reason why we're doing this. He had the potential to see this. more of God moving yeah. in, in a place that had... Like was that was not set up to be safe. Not set up to be safe. Yeah. Compared to a place that was supposed up, to be safe. Right. And and he got all and his he, toys taken. And he got his toys taken, yeah. And Which, so, just so everybody knows, we replenished. Everything was yeah, fine, he's but fine. still. And again, he probably didn't even know yeah, what happened. But the point is, is that if you're trying to protect your child from the world, one, 
it's near impossible. Yeah. The world's going to find them. At some point, the world will reveal its hand. That's kind of the yeah. point in being a Christian. But you can equip them with the word of God. I right, mean, right. No, yeah. truthfully. And and to your point that you were saying earlier, I think that that is why my soul tends to lean on the side of I don't want to back away from Halloween in mm-hmm. fear. Right. But I will admit that there are areas where I could be more conscientious about like what Halloween is about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like another example is, you know, I wasn't allowed to do anything Halloween related at school. Mm-hmm. There, like if there was anything where it's like we're decorating a, a ghost, um, you know, arts and craft or we're doing a ghostly word search or yeah. we're doing a scavenger hunt for witches, like whatever, I was not allowed to participate. I will say, I think that was the right call. Yeah. I was way too young to be exposed to stuff like that. Yeah. And totally I didn't know right about call. it. And I'm glad that my parents protected me from it. I don't know, like, that I've consciously had the thought to make sure that my son doesn't get exposed right. to those things. And I do want to do a better job because he does walk well, no, into Target. We've, we've, we've done a good job of. That's true. You did say that Minnie Mouse. <laughs> you did say that <laughs> Minnie Mouse was dressed as a janitor. Yeah. She was holding a broom <laughs> and, a, and a witch hat. Yep. And he said, what is Minnie Mouse dressed yeah. as? Because he was pointing out everyone else's costume. And what does my husband say? A janitor. A janitor. She's she, a janitor. She has a broom. She's cleaning. <laughs> she's She's got a job. She's doing something. That's funny. I mean, because, yeah, I that I think that's where I cross the... Uh, that's, that's where I don't want to cross the line. Yeah. That's where I see, like, you know, witches and the occult are together, right? right. So it's like... I, I And I know, and, you know, if... Uh, I know that there are some Christians that are like, no, but there's like the cute version of them. Okay. But for me, I feel like there is a for sure line and the word of God is very clear that the last thing you ever want to do is sear your conscience. Uh, Paul talks about that. Do not sear your conscience, which is like, I know I don't feel right about this. So for me as a father, I'm not going to get into anything demonic, like anything remotely demonic. I still am confused about ghosts. We're not getting there either, you know, yeah. only because like in some passages in the New, right. New Testament, they they're mention. like, oh, that's Peter's ghost. Oh, wait, is that Jesus's ghost? You know, so it's like, look, I'm just not even going to mess with ghosts. Um, also, that's the most terrifying thing in the world to me is just the idea of right. a, ghost. a lingering ghost. <laughs> I'm not oh, even going to get into it. Yeah. Um, but uh, definitely, yeah, like it, when we decorate, it's all the... The fall. It's fall. We do pumpkins and it's leaves. leaves. And it's things that grow. Harvest, you know? yeah. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is like, you know, what I was just saying about you can't help what's out there. Um, right now, what's really popular is like those, I think they're like eight foot tall skeletons oh, yeah. that you can get from Home Depot. Those things are they're everywhere. super popular. Now everybody has them in their front yard. So when we're on the way to church, all the time we'll be passing yeah. in the neighborhood and Johnny will be like, that's a skeleton? I mean, literally, that is what it is. So, the anatomy. Yeah, I'm not right. going to say no, <laughs> yeah. but when he's wondering like what, he literally has asked, like, what yeah. is that for? And then I have to say, well, that's, you know, somebody's right. doing that for Halloween. We don't, I literally say, we don't do that. Yeah. But that's how some people decorate for Halloween. Right. And they'll say, that's scary. And I'm like, yeah, that's scary. Well, I don't, you know, we're not going to do that. Right. So. And I think you and I are both not naive enough to believe that, like, nobody has an evil intent. Like, for sure, it has been popularized. If you go into certain bookstores, very popular book chains, they have books about the occult in a yeah. very serious way. No, you're so right. Right here the moment you walk in. Right. right? And so there is an intentionality on that for way. For sure. But why 
do we as Christians who have the more powerful side, like we have the sword and the spirit, why are yeah. we trying to retreat right. when somebody's trying to attack? Yeah. Instead, and we should just have prayer, the power of prayer, the power of the word of God, and the power of outreach, like yeah. the gospel itself yeah. pushing forward. I think one of the like more powerful things we heard recently, and obviously this is something we all know, but it literally only takes one light to eliminate darkness. Mm. Like yeah. darkness no longer exists the moment one light steps on the scene. Right. And so, um, you know, I just think that we have to recognize that we are that light. Yeah. And then how to be that, not only for our children, because we do have to protect their minds and their hearts, but then also, like, how do we do that for our neighborhood? And I'm not going to risk my child's innocence for the sake of my neighbor, but what I can do is I can allow my son to participate in ways that I see fit, Mm -hmm. ways that I'm guarding, and ways that aren't sheltering him or myself or, you know, you and I to be able to have conversations with our neighbor. Yeah. Because that was the whole reason why we felt called to move to Chicago is yeah. because we felt a call in our hearts to literally minister the gospel yeah. to the people of this city. The question I would ask is what fulfills the great commission more i don't even think like it's a for me personally i would never want to force someone to think like yeah that they have to go trick-or-treating because like you don't have to do that i know plenty of people that do other traditions um my family would watch the great pumpkin Mm -hmm. charlie brown you know which is funny because you're watching little kids trick-or-treat like that's what's in that movie but it's super wholesome and cute and you know that's what we would do on halloween night as a family eat pumpkin seeds and eat popcorn and watch that movie so I wouldn't want to force anybody to like feel like they have to be out and about. But what I would say is like I think it's dangerous waters to tell your kids this is evil, don't touch it, don't look at it, right. don't go near it because all that you're doing is creating a blind in the sand that inevitably they will cross. Right. We and all I, do. You, it, know? you know what? And I do have a verse. I do have a verse to share, which is that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, the one thing, the one good thing that maybe this Gregory dude did (laughs) in 580 or 680 was that he said, this thing isn't going to have power. Like, we're not going to let some druid pagan holiday have the power. Instead, as Christians, we're just going to walk around and we're not going to be in fear. Like that, why would we let fear have the power? So I think that that's really the motive. Is the motive behind having a fear? Because if it is, then I think that that's where maybe it it needs to be a bit of a check with you in in your own heart. Yeah. All right. That being said, I think it's time for us to wrap into our our final thoughts. So I'm going to give my final word on this topic and then you can give your final word. Definitely. Okay. Here's my final word. And it's funny because Chris was like, we're not going to quote quote the word of God, but I totally am. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I totally am. Well, and I did too just now. Um, But in Romans 12, 2, this is what it says. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is good pleasing and perfect will of God. And I think it's so important that you get that second half because I think a lot of times we do a full stop at do not be conformed to this age. And we go, Oh, the word of God says, don't be conformed. We can't touch, can't look, can't do, can't whatever. But Jesus very strategically would make himself a seat at the sinner's table for a reason. And this is why it's because when we're not 
conformed to the patterns of this world. We're not receiving yeah. the evil and indoctrinating that into us, but instead we're transformed and we renew our mind according to God's will. It says that we, as Christians, we may discern what is good, mm-hmm. not because of our own will, but because we have the Holy Spirit who yeah. can help us to discern what is the good, pleasing will of God? What would he have us do? And so I say all that to say my final word is don't let any Christian talk you out of celebrating Halloween, but be extremely strategic and um, intentional about how you choose to celebrate Halloween. I think that's what's important. And with, that, with that, don't let any Christian talk you into celebrating Halloween. Yeah. If you're discerning and your conscience is really struggling with it, the last thing you want to do is ignore your conscience because two people on a podcast yep. sound to you like they might be leaning more towards, no, go ahead, go ahead and celebrate Halloween. So that's, yeah, I, I piggyback on good. yours. That's not even my final thought. Okay, my, what's your final thought? My final thought is this. The Halloween Baking Championship TV show <laughs> is so great. Good. Yeah. I, I love it. They don't, they don't get to freaky it's really about how did they do that with the cake <laughs> how do they you know i i've learned words and fondant fondante no fondant 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 okay uh yeah and like different things i like that all right so that's fine <laughs> thank my you final. so much for sharing your final word you're welcome this has been awesome uh if you guys have any comments um that you want to talk about uh-huh. regarding this topic you can email us at the mod pod at gmail.com um, or you can go to our individual social medias because yeah. that's where we'll be promoting this podcast and talking about it as well so uh, I am at Micah Wineland on all things social media and you are I'm at Chris Wineland comedy and you can also uh, log on to chriswineland.com slash modern Christian podcast because you can sign up for a mailing list that's why that's important. Yep, that is why it's important. So you guys have a great holiday season. Get mm-hmm. your pumpkin spice latte on, and we'll see you in the next episode. It's the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs>